Welcome to Game Corp. Hey, new hire! You! Yes, yes, you! You're late. Group orientation has already started. Oh dear. It's too late now. The hypnotizer only works if watched from the beginning. Plus, we're out of the special gamer fuel. Well, we'll just have to do this orientation the old-fashioned way. Come on, then. Oh, shit, boys! Looks like we got us a fresh meat! Oh, man, look at oh, that! Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. I can't believe we got some new fresh meat. That's the chef for his face, boys! Oh! Oh, man, I like the way you walk. You're looking good. Oh, man, I haven't seen uh, whatever you are I'm in damn a while. It. I'm damn it on him! I'm damn it on him! Sorry about them. Those are the YouTubers. They're big into pranks and bullying. But it's mostly just for the drama. They'll probably make a half-hearted apology video about it later. Let's get a picture for the thumbnail. Quick, they're looking really stupid. Get ratioed, Oh intern. my god. <laughs> no, open up the aperture. Oh dear, they're trying to get a bad picture of us for the thumbnail. Quick, hop into the elevator. Ooh. Anyways, I'm Terry, head of HR. It's my job to welcome you to Game Corp and make sure you are being fully utilized as a human or inhuman resource. We are very progressive. It is also my personal mission to make sure that you feel accepted and seen. While... Oh dear, it looks like we forgot your name tag. Ah, well... Doesn't matter, you probably won't last long here anyways. We'll just call you intern or whatever for now. Ah, here we are, the... Wait, no, this is IT. We're supposed to be going up to the 22nd floor. Wait, 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 hold the door. Ooh. Oh, well, hey, Terry, uh, how's it going? Oh, hello, Luke. Same as any day, just a lost, weary soul seeking asylum for the mundane and uninspired that surrounds me, suffocating my need for pure artistic self-expression. Oh, neat. Oh, who's this new person? Did you bring him from home? No, they're a new intern. They straight from the flock, it seems. Their name is... Intern. Well, well, welcome to Game Corp, Intern. Oh, hey, you look kind of dirty. Wouldn't you happen to be into laser arrays or uh, nanobots, D&D, cybernetic augmentation, horse hunting, NFTs, or uh, even, like, competitive spreadsheeting? Yeah, would you? Because I run clubs for them after work. Well, well, I mean, I would, but I'm the only member in most of them. Nobody ever joins. And But if you joined, then it'd be a club. And it, well, you know. It's their first day, Luke. Please don't scare them away with your extracurriculars. A bit of professionalism. Well, yeah, 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 right. Well, I mean, I'll see you at D&D on Tuesday, right? Luke, I've told you a hundred times. Of course you will. We've been playing for months now. Oh, sweet. Oh, by the way, intern, how do you feel about art? Because I've been compiling pieces for a project I'm working on called Game Corp After Dark. Subtitle, Sensuous Secrets and Darkest Desires Revealed. And I'd love to collect your most shameful, intimately detailed confessions to add to it. Now's a good time for me. Whenever you're ready. Oh, drat. This is our floor. Another time, then. Please, follow me. Oh, uh, uh, see you guys. I don't care how cute the Nintendogs are. Tell them to have that report on my desk by five, or they're fired. Hmm, yes, sir. Right away, sir. 
Oh, that's the boss. He can have quite the temper. It's best not to get on his bad side. Or his good side either. Honestly, just stay away from all of his sides. Oh, and make sure shipping ain't slacking off on the loot box deliveries either. You know what? Gather around, everyone. I got something to say. You heard the boss. Gather around, peons. Shut up, I don't need you. That's right. Shut up, everyone. He doesn't need any of you. The floor is yours, boss. No, no, uh, whatever. Listen up. I'll start with the good news. I'm proud to announce that the numbers just came in, and we finally be out here for the top spot. So we are now officially the world's top supplier of predatory video game practices. Woo! Um, all right! I knew we could do it. Nice. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! yeah. yeah. Nice. Great news. Yeah, yeah. 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 good job. Well, yeah. But not oh. good enough. Oh. Because if my decades in corporate capitalism has taught me one rule, it's that enough is never enough. Now, it's been a few months since we opened the portal to the video game dimension, and both our staff and workload have already doubled in size. And, as everyone knows, our new employees means fresh, unfamiliar faces, and of course staggering incompetency. So that means you seasoned scrubs need to be working twice as hard to make up for all the stupid, lazy, no-good interns coming around. Interns like that one over there, just look at them, standing around all slack-jawed and useless. It's absolutely pathetic. God, it makes me want to punch him right in the brain. Well, that didn't take long. Sucks to be you now, intern. Anyways, let me just close by saying, I know the past year has been difficult for all of us. I mean, I myself haven't gotten to visit a blood sports arena during work hours in weeks. But, I want you all to know, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart when I say... You better be working yourselves to the literal bone, or I will be opening my own amateur blood sports arena on this floor, and participation will be mandatory. Understand? Yes. Yes. Good. And Yesman, didn't I tell you to talk to shipping? I swear, ever since you got kicked into that portal, he was slacking, man. Sorry, sir. Going right away, sir. Yeah, yeah, all right. Wow. That's possibly his best speech to date. That was pure art. Now oh, let's... hello, Terry! Have you brought me an extra intern? <laughs> How fortuitous! I have so many NDAs within the sign. Be sure to have them swing by the interrogation chamber this afternoon, please. Yeah, sure, Harold. Listen, I've got somewhere to be, so... Okay, well, ta-ta for now! Inquisitor God, I hate him. Come on, intern. I don't want you interrupting any important work being done on this floor. Let's just put you in. Yeah, this room should work. Hardly any work goes on in here. And here. Take this VHS tape. I need you to watch it before you join the others for the rest of training. Just push this rectangle into the other rectangle and watch the moving pictures. If that's too difficult, well, you can call Luke in IT. All right, Inigo. Bye, or whatever. Sheesh. Fucking Zoomers. What do you mean? Beekeepers Honeys 2 has way better game mechanics this time around. I mean, they added so much to it. What? But it's just not fun. I mean, it's way too much larva micromanagement and not enough steamy dress-up sequences. I mean, you said it was a hot dating sim. No, I said mating sim. With the one queen, it's like a reverse harem. I mean, that's hot, right? 
I'm with JB, dude. The story just didn't hit the same, man. Like, the Killer Bee outbreak at the gala just felt forced, and they shit all over the lore established in the first game, man. You guys just don't... Wait. Who are you? Uh, can we help you? Look, we're pretty busy right now, and whatever you're buying, I ain't selling. Wait. Uh, hello? Are you like a silent protagonist or something? No, dude, look at the lack of name tag, man. They're probably one of the new interns. Oh, yeah, and look at that conspicuously vintage object in their hand. Is that a VHS tape? Oh, I get it. Dude, Terry stuck them in here to watch the training video, didn't he? Oh, dang, dude, those always suck. And it's, like, totally weird they're on VHS, right? They filmed those, like, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Welcome to GameCorp, the only multi-billion dollar company that still uses VCRs and Windows 95. Okay, so here's the thing. We are literally seconds away from going live on our first new episode of a brand new season, so I can't really have you in the background just watching some training tape, you know? Yeah, but if you hang out for a bit, you could probably watch it when we break for lunch. I mean, who knows? You might even learn a thing or two. Sure, but you got to keep absolutely silent when we record. Can you do that? Wow, they're good. Well, wait, we at least got to know their name. Oh, right. Yeah, what is your name anyways? Oh, no times. Here comes the music. That's the music, boys. Here we go, season two, baby! Hello, and welcome to Game Corp, the best podcast this side of the video game dimension. I am your host, Cowboy. I'm Jake. And I'm JB, a.k.a. Jamander Beppard. <laughs> Damn, you can't keep doing what? that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> all right. All right. Beppard. <laughs> Beppard. All right. All right. All right. All right. And today we're going to be battling two masterful follow-ups to two universally beloved series in a revamped head-to-head competition to see which is the better sequel. Today we're talking Borderlands 2 Woo. versus Mass Effect 2. Can you believe it? Two heavy hitters. And did you hear that keyword there? Revamped, baby. We got a surprise for you later in the episode. Hell yeah, we do. Things have changed. Things are changing. Things are changing a lot. Speaking of, this is episode one of season two. Congratulations, folks. Congratulations. Mm, Uh, You may have seen us on break, but we have been hard at work the entire time and totally didn't get really sick and delayed a lot. Like, that didn't Mm -hmm. happen. That didn't happen. We've been working really hard. Why would you even suggest that? Why would would I suggest that? We all at different times got really, like, bedridden and super sick and, like, delayed everything. Eh, That never happened. Nope. But anyway, anyway, as you can see, post Portal. This is the year year one PP. Can we say it's the year one PP post portal? <laughs> one PP. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd agree with that. In the year one PP post portal, Game Corp has been hard at work, and just to prove that this has real world ramifications for us, I compiled a list of all the crazy shit that happened since the portal opened, and Hell we yeah. may have disappeared for a couple months, but came back. Check this out. So at the top of the list. Betty White beefed it. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. <laughs> Top of the list. Ouch. Rest in peace. She did? No disrespect. Betty White beefed it. Love her. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft acquires Activision Blizzard for $68.7 billion. billion. A historic mark. Holy With shit. Big Which ass now I think beam. was a mistake because they could have asked for $69 billion. They could have <laughs> memed it up. Come on. It's on topic. <laughs> 
every yeah, single <laughs> gamer would have just said nice nice <laughs> like that would have been it stocks they would have went through the roofs nice <laughs> yeah they wouldn't have worried about the uh potential monopoly over the gaming industry microsoft owns a lot of big ips now but well to put it in perspective uh why that acquisition costs so much money and why it's such a big deal on top of owning things you know like well, with Blizzard, with WoW, they own Call of Duty, yeah. they own Candy Crush, things like that. Activision itself, that branch, made a record $5.1 billion off of microtransactions last year. Wow. $5.1 billion on microtransactions. That is a pro move right there. Also, Bob Saget beefed it. Sorry, rest <laughs> oh, in peace, Bob Saget. Uh, um, next on the list. That house <laughs> just got a little rest emptier. Peace, lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of respect <laughs> that there. That full house a little emptier. Uh, uh, so, I, this I isn't how Saget. you sandwich okay. news, Jake. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sony, uh, Sony acquired Bungie for $3.6 billion. Another big acquisition. Isn't that crazy? Sony owns Destiny now. What the hell? Also, Sony plans on launching 10 different live service games by 2026. That's 10, ten? different 10 different live service. I hate live service games. Yeah. They are cash cows, baby. The, the the entire structure of live service is totally corrupt and gross for the gaming industry. And Sony is all aboard, baby. Woo woo. Yeah, like of course I know exactly what you're talking about. For but for everybody out there who's not as, you know, they don't have their finger on the pulse of the gaming community, mm -hmm. like can you explain what live service means to them? Not to sure, me. Sure, sure. Oh, not to you. Okay. <laughs> not to well, me a, a specifically, live, a live but service to them. Game, picture, picture Destiny when it launched. So a live service game usually launches as a bare bones experience. Here's the framework of the game and here's a little bit. And now we're going to drip feed content over the next 10 years to you and charge you for every single little bit of it. Instead of just ah. making a really cool game, here's an experience that you keep paying for. That's like a live service type game. Gotcha. So you pay for the initial like beta test, basically. And then as they flesh out the full game, you're still paying for the whole thing you and just, you, you hate it every step it. of the way. You just pay more and more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Next on the list, Louis Anderson beefed it. God Sorry. Wait. Damn it. Wait, what? Louis Anderson. Louis Anderson? Lu yeah, Louis Anderson Louis actually passed away. Anderson. Oh, Louis I didn't even. Anderson. I, I loved Life with Louis when I was a kid. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to disrespect any of the people on this list, I love all of them, actually. But but they all beefed it. But they all beefed it. I mean, they beefed it high in the sky. It's got to be done. And really, I can't think of a, a more responsible place to do it than uh, an evil video game corporation podcast. Like, it, mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. that's what we're for, right? So Rest in profits. We yeah. have to break the news to you, and this is the best way to do it, that I think. That burden is Just on our shoulders. Off. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Well-known Guitar Hero player Shmooey admitted to faking his record-breaking yeah. oh, videos yeah, yeah. for years. That was painful for me because being like one of the best Guitar Hero players in the world, like you know, I I looked at Shmooey like a, an idol. He was so good. He was just so good. He was better than everybody else, and nobody ever thought he could ever fake it because he was just so good. But right. then people start looking into it. They go, yeah. "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" How how did he do this thing that nobody no human can do? And then they go, oh, because he he's a cheat. Yeah, he's a liar. He's he a thief. Yeah, he's Rey Mysterio of the Guitar <laughs> Hero world. 
And here's the thing. He is a good Guitar Hero player. Like, he's played live. Like, people know. He is good. But yeah, he admitted it to it all. And he said, I'm a failure. Oh. I'm not who you think I am. I, I fucked up. It's actually Eddie Guerrero who lies, cheats, and steals. Rey Mysterio was just a, a cool luchador. Cool, my bad. cool Wrestling fans, yeah. my bad. Wrestling fans mm. love podcasts. Please address all WWE letters. concerns to JBY at welcometogamecorp.com. Yeah. See, JBY, you do this. I heard at gamecorp.com. I heard about this story and I kept thinking to myself, it's he probably didn't even want to do that to break the records to like take false, uh, you know, valor or honor. He probably just wanted a cool thumbnail clip that said, I beat this impossible song in an right. impossible way. And he just wanted views. And then somebody probably submitted it to speedrun.com or something. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, now slippery it's on slope record. From there, yeah. And then False. it was slippery slope. And he probably just wanted the views and the videos. He just wanted to be a content creator. I mean, I think absolutely false. I you think, don't think that's what happened? No, Shmooey was is is one of the best guitar hero players in the world of all time, and he started to realize that other people were catching up to him, mm. and the only way he could keep his you know throne is to lie, and he did that. He made that decision. It, uh, he knew. Okay, like listen, sh- everybody knows that Shmooey could have done these things given the time. If he just had the time to grind it out, he could have done them, but he didn't. He didn't take the time to grind them out. He grinded them out in all of half a second because he played everything on halftime speed, and then he won. He just won Guitar Hero, and mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everybody knows like his his accolades are not unwon. Like he is one of, if not the best Guitar Hero players in the world, but he just, he rested on those laurels. He didn't want to grind it out anymore because he posts, you know, every day, every week, whatever it is, and he needed that thumbnail, kind of like yeah. what Cowboy's saying. It's a mixture, but and I, I, I he just, needed to get it out there. I, I disagree. I think the main driving force was to keep creating content because that's happening with people. People are having to find new ways to, like, make their content stay impressive, and the internet is full of lies. Yep. That's a result of it. True. I firmly believe that. But when your content is being the best and you have to pump it out every day, you can't be the best every day. It's not possible. Yeah. Like, you got to cheat. That's all. That's what you got to do, and that's what you did. I will, yeah. con- I will concede it's a mixture. Absolutely. And fame is a drug. Mm-hmm. But moving on, uh, some good news, which I don't know if GameCorp had any hand in this, if they did, thank you. Uh, plenty of fan favorites, like King of the Hill is coming back, Futurama no. is coming back, Metalocalypse is getting a new movie. Oh, it's a renaissance. That. Yeah, it's a renaissance for the golden age of Adult Swim. Yeah. Um, more importantly, back on topic... This is one of my favorite stories here, and this is absolutely true. A man wearing a Sonic mask. I don't think it was a man wearing a Sonic mask, because I've seen the pictures. It was Sonic wearing a man mask? The story reads, nah, the story reads, man wearing a Sonic mask and wielding a big old hammer tried to rob a bank in Dalen, Florida. When confronted, the suspect fled the scene on foot. That's Sonic. That's, that's Sonic. That's, I think that's, that's Sonic. Sonic. That is okay, here's the thing. All the so I saw signs. the pictures. It was Sonic's face, and he ran away on foot. A I'm hammer? thinking. I'm thinking maybe that portal let a few things sneak by, mm-hmm. or maybe maybe I don't know. I don't know. I have no explanation for it. But I saw the pictures, and it looked like goddamn Sonic the Hedgehog tried to rob a bank. And if you think about where Sonic comes from and where he would go to, fucking Florida. 
Florida is pretty much looks exactly <laughs> like where Sonic used to live. Is Florida That's basically true. Green Hill Zone? Yeah. I think they, they probably got all even the ramps. They got the robotic bees. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You're right. And uh, to round off things that happened while we were on break, uh, this one's an interesting one. Out of all this craziness, um, Cowboy became entangled in a steamy love triangle between Josh and Tom from Cast of the Past. Now that he did, well, I don't understand you're, that's how this happened. A lot of spit on it. So I need you. Steamy I need you to explain triangle. this one. How did you become enthralled in this crazy, sensual, erotic love triangle between the hosts of Cast of the Past? It's a it's a complicated tale. You know, you know how you are when when you're schmoozing and you're networking. And so sure, you made him fall in love. Yeah, you you get somebody up and you know you lean in close and there there's and you somebody fell you know, in love too. And 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 you tell them, hey, and you lean in and you seductively whisper, hey, you know, you've always been my favorite member of this project that you're a part of, and that works well, and they love you for it. And then you go to the other members of the project, cast of the past, and you you seductively whisper to them as well when you see them individually that, hey, you know, you have always been my favorite member of Cast of the Past. Now, I Do might have know you lied to the other people, but you're the one I'm telling the truth. So I did that to all three of them. And it's so effective. It works. You go, Try this when you network. Lie to people about how you favor them over other people and promise them the secrecy, and your networking will tenfold double, which is 20. It'll go 20. You know what? What's funny is the exact opposite works too. Like with 1H1D, I just make them think I hate them. Oh. Like Chris from 1H1D <laughs> just thinks I ignore him constantly. Um, and that was an intentional play on my part to, you know, <laughs> Hard to increase get. the mysteriousness. The other way. Yes. I like it. <laughs> we we play both sides of the field here. So, <laughs> so long story short, there was a very threes company moment. Where they all met up and then it, and said it and and discussed it amongst themselves while I was on a live stream and they were all there and mentioned it. That was rough. I just kept humming the theme song. <laughs> As they're arguing. Come and knock on my door. I'll be waiting for you. And so I guess it erupted to a full-on duel. And now um, Josh and Tom are going to be having a, in honor of our head-to-head battles, are going to be having their own video game showdown, uh, which I think is going to be very soon. Within Whoa. this month, we'll go ahead and put the uh, details in the description down well, below. specifically... Specifically, so um, all of our fans on the podcast can hear it. It looks like they've set the date for February 27th. Oh, okay. The last Sunday of the month. Now, I don't know what time yet, I assume in the evening, but uh, mark your calendars for February 27th. And it looks like they will be Is it going to be on their live stream? Yeah. They're on their Twitch, yeah, they, it, Twitch. it's going to be on their Twitch. They're going to be they're going to duke it out uh, over a series of three games for Cowboys Love, and I think this is pretty crazy. And I I think nobody should miss it because frankly, yeah. uh, it's it's both competitive and kind of erotic. And I yeah. think it ticks all yes. the boxes my, for prime entertainment. My love just right. has that kind of value. It's just people crave it. People crave my affection. Yeah, you should go there. You should drop your Twitch primes. You should just mm-hmm. live in the moment, man. I also think I did promise them some like rolls and something. I think I did sweeten the pot. Rolls in the hay. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. But th- there's a there's a little butter on that salt, you know, if that's a good metaphor for that. But I do want to mention uh <laughs> is it? <laughs> 
yeah, salted you know, butter. They're is that fighting. Metaphor? They're little, fighting. Little it's on that salt. Biscuit. When two people battle, there's salt mm. involved, and I'm sm- I'm smooth, silky butter sliding in. Uh, but I do want to mention they are now a full-on gaming production company. They yeah, are Bad Elephant Bad Gaming. Bad Elephant Gaming. So twitch.tv slash Bad Elephant Gaming, I assume. But they also can be found under their podcast, Cast to the Past, still. Uh, the same as they always were when you fell in love with. So Not sorry to interrupt. I have a surprise for you, dorks. I scheduled a conference call with BlizzWiz today so you can feature it on the show. Wait. The Blizzwiz? As in member of the Shadow Council and our boss's boss Blizzwiz? Man, that's so thoughtful. First you save us from certain death in the labyrinth beneath Game Corp, and now you're actually helping the show by booking high-profile guests? Oh, I definitely didn't do it for you. Okay. Well, when is the meeting? I have him on the line now. Wait, what? Good luck. Hello? Hello, who is this? I'm very busy at the moment. Bobby and the boys are taking me to a place called the Cosby Suite. I think it's a nightclub or something. I keep hearing them talk about it, and I'm very excited to see what all the fuss is about. Woof. I wouldn't go there. Uh, yes, Mr. Blizzwiz, sir. It's the podcasters. You know, the host of Welcome to Game Corp. Oh, yes! Hello! Good to hear from you boys! <laughs> yeah, we still talk about that truly treacherous double-cross you three pulled on the good guys! And breaking the only thing that could seal the portal! Are you kidding me? Expertly well done, boys! Thank you, Mr. Blizzwiz. Uh, do you mind if we ask you some questions for the show? Of course! But Mr. Blizzwiz is my father! Please call me Blizzwiz! Okay, Blizzwiz. Let's start with the most important question of the day. What made you decide to sell Activision Blizzard to Microsoft? Was it the historically large $68.7 billion acquisition cost? Or maybe to combat the slew of recent bad press and sexual harassment cases? What? Yeah, the move is definitely surprising considering how much money Activision made on microtransactions last year. We were sold off to Microsoft? Uh, yeah... Wait, this isn't the first you're hearing of it, is it? I, uh, I gotta, I I gotta go. This is simply not on brand. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, God, what have they done? Oh, no, no. Oh, no, I gotta go. Oh, whoa. Whoops. That was amazing. Well, his life's probably ruined. You guys want to play a game? More than anything right now. All right, I mean, cool. I usually use games to like get away from reality, so that'll be nice. Let's do that. Yeah, and Jake, you usually lead like trivia and, and different games like that. I thought I would oh, take yeah. a stab at it this time, so I actually wrote a segment for us. Oh, Jake gets to play trivia. Yes. I am so, so, so excited. I spent an entire season running trivia segments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I never got to participate in any games. Mm-hmm. It's my time yeah, to shine, baby. I'm so excited. You're going to learn what it's like on this side of the table. It's not yeah, as easy as it I'm looks. Yeah, I'm suddenly kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> nervous. I'm kind of, I'm kind of sweaty. I'm kind of. Yeah, yuck. and I, I've made these questions and I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if this is going to be like way too easy or ridiculously hard. So uh, I guess we'll it's find really out. hard to balance between the two. Yes, it is. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know that I get these questions right, but we'll see. Um, so I have to, cause we're doing it a little bit different than we usually would. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of like a preamble to kind of explain the rules and then we'll jump into it. Okay. Um, so here we go. Are gamers predictable? In this segment, we aim to answer exactly that question. 
Last year, 1,500 gamers around the world answered a bunch of questions for some reason, and we're here with the results, courtesy of Sykes.com. Because of this, we've decided to make a brand new game show segment that is completely unique and not at all infringing on any sort of copyright or trademark. <laughs> Welcome to Gamer Battle. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> hey, so appropriately <laughs> generic. Yes, <laughs> and the, so. <laughs> the rules are simple, yet completely unique to us. We will have a few of the survey results, and our contestants, you two, will attempt to determine the top results for each question. If you get the top result, you get five points. If you get the last result, you get one point. If you don't get any results, well, then it's your competitor's chance. The round ends when either all five answers are found, or both players miss three times. Would you say when all five answers are on the board? Oh, um, so this a, is like a game that you could play if you're fighting with your family. Like if there's some sort of, I don't know, feud going on between you and friends or family? I have even? no idea what you're talking about. And a very charming yet incredibly misdirected gentleman with a big mustache leads all the questions. I, I do. Oh, this is so yeah. familiar. Or posthumously, a heavy set man usually wearing a blue suit and talking like this. True, true, true. And will it be vaguely sexual? And will you stare at us as if you didn't put that question up on the board and then look at us <laughs> like we're the assholes? There's, there's no board. It's all on a piece of paper right in front of me. There's no infringing. This is gamer battle. I don't know what you're talking about. Family, fresh, original content. Let's do it. From Let's do it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, contestants, are you ready? Ready. Do we ready. All right, let's Wait. hear your buzzers. Wait, do we need do we need unique buzzers so you know who it is? Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes. All right. Uh, mine's Shepard. Mine's a... Uh, All right. What? <laughs> it's... Uh, okay. Oh, boy. I like that Is that better. okay? Can I do that? That one's better. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, it's time for... Gamer battle. <laughs> for question one, we're going to start with a simple one. And for a bit of help, this poll was done in early 2021. Okay. The top five answers are on the my paper. <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> what games were gamers most excited about coming out in 2021? Shepard. All right. Go ahead, Jake. Oh my god, in 2021. Uh, uh oh, oh, nothing came out in 2021. Resident Evil 8. Ding ding ding, that is number 3 on the board. So that is uh 3 points to you. Hey now, yo. Cowboy, you do get a chance to try to get number 1 or number <clears throat> 2. Otherwise, we're going to give Jake the paper. <laughs> so I go? You get to go. You get to oh, try to get Okay. You know, it's like you go up to the up to a podium. Just imagine this for a second. You go up to the podium. Five answers on the board, click the button, whoever says it, you know, pass or play sort of situation. Except it's just straight pass. It's totally unique. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I, I have to beat his answer. You I just have, have to beat, beat his answer. Do you have a chance to beat his okay. answer, yes. I'm going to say, I'm going to buzz in, and I'm right. going to say Cyberpunk 2021. I'm sorry, that is not even in the top 10. What? Yeah, mm. so Jake, Did that come it's out over in 2021? to you. Yes. That came out, yeah, early 2021. Wait, Cyberpunk? Okay, we did, we did, we did episode two, and I don't remember. Maybe it was already out. Uh, oh, it came it out the end of 2020. Yep. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. Hey, I won some points. You did. You got three points, and there are still four more answers on the board. You get a chance to keep going. 
That was the only game that came out in 2021. Nobody remembers 2021. <laughs> All the games that I played didn't come out in 2021. I know. Wait, wait, in we that watched, entire year. We watched the uh, the best of, the year-end, uh, the game awards on this. Okay, I And everyone just shrugged their shoulders for they a did. while. Like, it was. This is a very shrugful list. Okay. Shepard. All right. Oh, no, I shouldn't have buzzed in. Um, well, it's yours. You don't have to buzz. <laughs> okay, Miles Morales? Spider-Man Miles Morales? Did that even come out in 2021? I'm sorry, it's not on the list. Yeah. All right, yeah. cowboy. Um, uh, oh, I just had it. Hold on. Give me, give me a moment. It was It Takes Two. I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Uh... Back to Jake. Is this your only question? Like, do we just No, there's atta- two questions. You only have two questions? <laughs> I, it's going to take a while, I'm pretty sure. It's going to take a while. It's going to take all night. I don't know what else came out. It doesn't necessarily mean it came out. It's what gamers were excited about coming out. In 2021. In 2021. This was done in early 2021, and they're like, oh, I can't wait till this comes out in 2021. But I'm pretty sure half of these came out in 2022. Can we look at a list? <laughs> Can we cheat to make this no. like... Shepard. Yes. God of War Ragnarok. That is correct. That is number two. Well done. Mm, give me those. Okay. I know it was delayed. I know it was delayed, but I knew it was originally supposed to come out in 2021. Give me them points. Yep, that's seven points over to Jake so far. I don't know if we're going to be able to tackle this entire list, dude. 2021 was such a dog shit year for video yeah. game releases. Do we, just, do we just call in when we call in? Like, Do I get to say another one? It's still I... you. Oh, yeah, it's still uh, you. Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Uh, not on my list, unfortunately. Okay. So that's two strikes for Jake and two strikes for Cowboy. And Cowboy, it is your Wait, how do chance. the strikes work now? Because uh, I don't strikes? remember this just going back and forth this hard. Yeah, Where do we I get know. strikes? I'm making this up as I go along. Okay. <laughs> so just, He's making it up out enjoy. of thin air. This is a totally unique game to us. <laughs> sure, sure. Nobody's ever um, done this before. Of course. <laughs> I'm going to say Pokemon. Which one? Doesn't matter. Any of them are good. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not on the list. <laughs> okay. It is on the list, but it's number Wait. seven. So I'm looking for top five. And only five. the top five are on the oh, paper. Oh, damn. So that is three strikes for Cowboy, zero points. Jake, you get one more guess to round it out. You might get some points, or we might move on to the next question. Wait, if I get it wrong, do I get none of my points? No, you still get the seven you got. Oh, good. Well, then... um. Oh my God! What came out in 2021? I don't know. We played an we did an entire season. We didn't fucking play anything that came out in 2021, or did we? I don't even know. Cyberpunk um, came out in November of 2020. Yeah, that, uh, see, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Maybe that's why we recorded it and released it, <laughs> or released our episode two around that time. Um, I'm gonna say the most anticipated game of 20. 21 is going yeah. to be whatever fucking generic Call of Duty was supposed to be scheduled. <laughs> so close. Oh. Battlefield. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, you're right around this, the, the area. Unfortunately, that is three strikes, but we end our round with Jake, seven points, and Cowboy, Ow. zero points. Let's hear, this. Let's, let's hear the answers. Let's hear the answers. Yeah, All give right. me those damn answers. Here we go. Number five, Far Cry 6. Oh. Nobody was excited for that. Uh, number four, Halo Infinite. Okay. Oh, that was a game that happened. Mm-hmm. Three was Resident Evil Village. Yeah. Two, 
God of War Ragnarok. And number one, the most anticipated game coming out in 2021 was It's a Me, Mario Kart 9. <laughs> Mario Kart 9? What? <laughs> Mario Kart 9. <laughs> Is that even scheduled? Like, is that even on the docket uh, for Nintendo? It was It was the most anticipated, according to these 1,500 gamers. So 1,500 gamers are just throwing shit at the wall. That, yeah, that's yeah. what's happened? Okay. My, Pretty my much. day is ruined. All my right. disappointment is immeasurable. You do have a chance to take this all back, because this next and final question is based off of just how serious we gamers are about what we do. Oh, no. Once again, the top five questions are on my paper. What? <laughs> Are gamers willing to give up forever in order to continue gaming? Uh. And because this is so open, to put you on the right track, I'm going to give you what number six is. Okay. Number six is Netflix. Uh. Yeah, Cowboy got it first. He, yep. he Go ahead, Cowboy. Banging. Booty, booty smacking, getting down and dirty, bussing. Um, Fornication. I, you know, because in, in games like these that are totally unique to us, sometimes they're pretty flexible with it. But even being flexible with it, I'm going to have to give that an X. Ah. Uh, number nine was talking with friends, which we could say that that's... No, no, I'm talking about smacking it, cracking yep. it, cracking <laughs> it, jacking it. That's not even I'm top talking five. talking about talking with friends. That's not even top five. So over to Jake. My you, top five. It's your chance to steal. What would gamers give up for what again? For, they would give this up forever in order to continue gaming. They would give this so up for- between the choice of giving up gaming forever or giving up this thing forever. They chose to give up this thing. Shepard, um, uh, talking. Their voice. No, the closest thing would be talking with friends. Okay, was the closest thing, but that was number nine. So we have one strike. For each, over ah. to Cowboy, yes. Your child and or wife. Uh, no, I am sorry, that is incorrect. What are these people giving up for games? Number six was They're Netflix. They're not thinking big enough. Number six was Netflix. Uh, Shepard, uh, yes. social media? Ding, 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 that is number five, social media Aye. followers. Aye. They would give up all of their social media followers. Let's go with uh, cell phones. Ooh, texting was number 10, unfortunately. Ah. So okay. two strikes. But you do got one point. I got one Cowboy point, baby. Cowboy can take this. If you get the top two, you win. What would they give up that's in the realm of Netflix and things to give up? They would give up sleep. Good answer. Uh, good answer. That is a good answer. Good unfortunately, answer. Unfortunately, it's not on there. <laughs> I feel like they already do give that up. So that wasn't even How many strikes do I question. have? Two? You both have two now. We both have ever... two. Oh, woof. Oh, wait. <laughs> There's four more things on top of the thing that I guessed and I don't remember anymore. Social mm-hmm. media. So there's more. There's four more things more important than social media to random yeah. gamers in this poll. I. <sighs> Shepard. Yep. For all the beads. The internet. It just in general. Yeah. <laughs> The the internet, <laughs> just the internet. Uh, the uh, internet is a utility. The internet, <laughs> the internet is not on the list, unfortunately. Eh. All right, uh, cowboy. Gamers too good for the internet. Their car. Oh man, this was harder than I thought it was going to be. No. 
What the fuck are All these right. gamers talking about? Is Taco Bell one of them? Is it going to be can some we, dumb shit like Taco oh, Bell? Oh, can yeah. we just lightning round back and forth? Is Taco Bell an answer? Kinda. Number four, restaurants, fast food. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. Because neither of you really uh, got any answers. I mean, Jake did get number five. We're going to do a lightning round. So we're just going to bounce it back and forth. Each of you go. Uh, and then we'll see how the points tally up at the end, or if I just call it, because y'all a bunch of idiots. <laughs> Excuse me, me and my so- fucking eight to zero lead. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Eight to nothing. Yeah, and you're weird gamers from random city in Denmark or something that probably Amish. I don't know who these people are. Okay, start- light- yeah, lightning round. So these weird, okay, what country are these people from? All over, all over. Okay. Um, they would, they would give up. <sighs> fucking gamer fuel. No school. <laughs> nope. Their mommies. Nope. Their hands. Eh. Their computers. Incorrect. Left nut. No. Right nut. Possibly no. Any body part. No body parts are on this list. No. Orgasming. Un- unfortunately, no. Cannot give that up. One of their senses. Sight, sound, something like that. Absolutely not. Doritos! <laughs> uh, be more now. specific. Or cool less specific. Ranch Doritos! <laughs> Junk food! Chips! Snacks! Even less specific. Eating! <laughs> but, okay, uh, transition to the right, like, four steps, and then say... Snacks! <laughs> guess. <laughs> You're in the realm. It, it has to do with food. Cooking. Nope. Tasting food. Before that happens. Chewing? <laughs> chewing. Before chewing. Putting food in their mouth. Before putting Touching food in their mouth. food. Before they touch food. Order, buying it. Ordering oh, after food. After they buy it. Or after <laughs> they order it. After they... <laughs> waiting for food. Yeah, yeah close enough. <laughs> what? What is give it? Up. The number one answer is gamers would give up delivery, they including food and Amazon Prime. Waiting for food. They would give up waiting for food. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> number going... one answer. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> we dialed it in. They would give up okay. waiting for food. What is this dumb fucking list? All right, with that, Jake has 100% taken the victory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What did I win? With 13 points. Uh, Let's go with the list first, and then we'll we'll let you know uh, what you win. So number five, social media followers. Number four, restaurants, fast food. Number three, alcohol. Oh. 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 Number two, TikTok. That's social That's media. Social media. Uh, no, That's well, literally social media. <laughs> you can't say but social media and then also social media. No, no. Number five, they give up their followers. They're not giving up no. the social media itself, just all their followers. Oh, I want to puke. And Fucking then number doomed, one is food and Amazon Prime deliveries. Congratulations, Jake. 13 points. You win. I don't feel like I won anything. That was worse than TriviaQuestions.com uh, with two S's. You win. Uh, I loved that one. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, here's a USB-C dongle. Uh-huh. So you, th- that's yours now? Just Oh. Congratulations. Thanks. Well played. I'll Welcome just... to trivia, Jake. 
Welcome to. I'm great. I feel great for winning. You Thank should. you very much. Thank you very much for letting me participate. That was really fun. Not only did you win the very first ever episode of fa- uh, game, game, Gamer <laughs> Battle? What was it called again? Game, gamer gamer battles. battles. Gamer Battle. That's right. Game uh, fighting. It was 100% a shutout. You have your finger on the pulse of what gamers want oh, if I sure you get do. unlimited guesses. Oh, I sure weird, do. Weird gamers in Denmark. Now, for all you listeners out there, this is the time where we would typically ask you to go to social media and respond to our poll. We're still going to do that, but we wanted to open things up just a little bit and let your voice be heard, literally. We want to let you interact with us the way you want to, whether that's by text or by voice. So we're announcing that we have opened up two more avenues for you to come interact with us. First of all, for you Spotify users, we're now utilizing Q&A and poll features. So when this episode goes live, you're going to see an option within the app to answer our question of the day. We also have embedded a voice message link for everybody so you can reach out to us that way. We want things to be a little bit more open-ended, so feel free to leave us a message about anything. You can leave us a question, uh, like the listener questions you typically send in, Mm -hmm. uh, comments, requests, or anything else you can think of. Just come say hi. Uh, not every message is going to be played on the podcast for obvious internet reasons, but as long as it's approved by our corporate overlords, you will get to hear your voice on your favorite podcast. I love that. Future! Hell yeah. And with that (laughs) out of the way, it's finally time to announce our first audience head-to-head of season two. Oh my god. The audience head-to-head is brought to you by you. You successfully kept us employed for not just one, but potentially two full seasons. So thank you all. For that, you've been promoted from Anonymous Frank to Unpaid Intern. Congratulations! Hey, congrats, Whoa, guys. Well congrats, done. interns. So our question for today is going to be thematic to our current episode. We're going to ask you, what is your favorite sequel in gaming? Ooh. It can be a game we're going to talk about today or something completely different. So make sure to check those links in the episode description. Reach out to us. Come mess with us on social media. Come hang out in the Twitch stream. Just however you can find us, come answer this question. Yeah. I feel like a bunch of people are going to blast us with Super Mario 2, baby. I mean, it's, it's a good sequel. <laughs> the correct answer is, is black and white, too. <laughs> do, we, do we cross with a lot of Donkey fans? I feel like that might be our demographic. Maybe. I have no okay idea, but I feel like we're about to get blasted with a bunch of meme shit, which I'm all for. Make it I funny and you can be featured on the show. <laughs> Yeah, we'll tailor and bleep as we need. Go nuts, people. Go absolutely buck wild. Manifestos. I want to hear them. No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> and if you guys would like, you can contribute to Terry's sensuous secrets. So go ahead and uh, blast those confessions on the, uh, I don't know, if, look at look at Spotify right now. If you're on it, it's maybe there's a button to click. We don't know how it works. This is the first time we've done it. We uh, oh. yeah, literally have no idea how this is going to play out. So that's half the fun of it. So you want our yeah. listeners to share their deepest, darkest secrets with I... Terry? Terry? It's not that we do. It's Terry does. Sure. Yeah. He needs to fill that book up, and I don't want to tell him my secrets. So if you guys can provide some, that'll let me off the hook. Well, while you guys search through all the shit we set up but have no idea how it works, let's go ahead and take a break for our sponsor. But when we come back, get ready for a showdown. And we're out. Oh, my God. I'm so oh. hungry. Man, I can't do segues when I have to pee. Like, it's like my brain is full of piss or I something. Know, like, right? so, I hate I just it. got pee brain. Pee brain. That's, that's like the word for it. Dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to be right back, guys. I, I think Luke got like an Omni tool out of a loot crate, but like a real one. Oh, what? really? I'm going. I'll be right back. Yeah. 
Bye-bye. Okay, well, I guess he's skipping lunch. You want to go eat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. let's go. Oh. Oh. Uh, intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, how about you just watch your video? Yeah, we said you could do that. Um, here, I'll pop it in for you. And uh, yeah, just sit here and stare at this and for the next hour. Just make it repeat if we're not back by then. You got this. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye. Hey there, and welcome to GameCorp. I'm Dan Theathers, Senior Trading Manager and Overseer of Employee Onboarding. But you might know me by my other name, Dr. Destructo, from the hit PS1 game Boom Boom Blow Em Up. First off, congratulations! If you're hearing this, that means you've passed a rigorous vetting process including the death course, and a hand combat arena, and Microsoft Office proficiency test, and have been determined to be a perfect candidate for our GameCorp internship program. But before we get started, let's go ahead and address this right away. I know the last few days have probably been pretty exciting. One moment you're carrying on with menial tasks, day in and day out, in your respective video game dimension, when suddenly a beautiful swirling portal opens before you. Compelled as we all were to step through it, you found yourself in this strange new land, only to find the place you once called home was nothing more than a video game created solely for the entertainment of this world's inhabitants. What's more, you're instantly welcomed in by a video game mega conglomerate with aspirations for absolute total control over the video game industry by any means. If that isn't lucky, I don't know what is. But back on topic here, let's get a quick rundown of what you can expect as part of a GameCorp internship program. The course itself will last for an indeterminate amount of time with ever-moving goal lines, and will cover courses like Loot Boxes and You, a guide to monetization, and Games as a Service, and why we use them to cripple a franchise. You'll also have the opportunity to job shadow some of the best and brightest to observe how the pros get it done. Speaking of, here's one such champion of industry now. What's your working on, sport? Um, empo making, pay to win webinar streams, and single player games. <laughs> and how. By the end of the intern program, you should have all the skills and carefully tailored can-do attitude we can provide you to attain a meaningful and productive career here at GameCorp. Now this video is just an introduction and you have a day full of pointless training modules and videos about company culture ahead of you, so I won't hold you any longer. As you can see, there are several well-qualified instructors around you to guide you into the next room where you will begin your mandatory training. Once again, I'm Dan, Dr. Destructo Theathers, and welcome to GameCorp. These two, two games. Get it? Two? Like the number two? Because they're sequels? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get it. These will have you revisiting the worlds you know and love, whether in a giant spaceship of Theseus or a Mad Max-style death machine. Either way, every step of the way, you're going to be mowing down hordes of bad guys with advanced weapons, space magic, and of course, friendship. While both Mass Effect 2 and Borderlands 2 are fantastic entries into the respective franchises, which poop, I mean, which number two is better? I'll be the judge on this episode's Head to Head Showdown. Mass Effect 2 versus Borderlands 2. In the red corner, it's the alien romancing, shepherd shuffle dancing, reporter punching, bullet sponging, sci-fi action RPG that has you flying the USS Enterprise or whatever. I don't know, I skipped the cutscenes. But that's right, we have Mass Effect 2. 
laid by the golden goose of Western action RPGs, BioWare, and published by one of our favorite companies and rivals, Electronic Arts. They do some fine evil work over there. A game released for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, as well as for Windows if you're a complete masochist or a dedicated PC Master Race fanboy, or unfortunately me. In this game, you'll be traveling between various uniquely crafted planets encountering many different memorable races, such as the buff reptilian Krogans, the sly birdcats, the Torians, the disgusting humans, and the emotionally intelligent elephants called the Elcor. You play as Commander Shepard, a recently reconstructed war hero known for his innate ability to easily bond with any fellow shipmate and get more alien ass than the Citadel toilet seats, despite only speaking through the blandest, driest, most matter-of-fact statements possible which I think is way more impressive than the well-voice-acted and believably delivered dialogue of his female alternative, Femshep. Yep, totally the better choice, am I right, boys? Anyways, brought back to life by Cerberus, the bad guys, to fight a whole new force of villainy, the Collectors, who end up just being controlled by the old force of villainy, the Reapers. Because it's always the damn Reapers. This game features multiple classes to choose from, all combining different elements of shooty soldier, space mage, and technology wizard. It's got an avalanche of digestible information with endless dialogue choices and overstuffed codecs and tons of side quests and characters. And it's got a hot race of blue alien bisexual babes who... Wait, they're not girls? What do you mean I'm cancelled? I'm not even on Twitter. Well, anyways, in the blue corner, it's a cell-shading, crimson-rating, crit-landing, bandit-splattering, zany first-person looter shooter. It's Borderlands 2, a game from the brilliant yet deranged minds at Gearbox Software, makers of Bulletstorm and Duke Nukem Forever, if that tells you anything about their mental state. A game published by 2K Studios for basically every platform permitting they can hawk their DLC on it. In this game, you'll once again return to the planet of Pandora to unpack the endless box of lowbrow humor, wicked guns, and over-the-top voice acting. You play as a Vault Hunter, a treasure seeker who burns through every gun and quest they can find in order to open Pandora's sunken larger vault so they may find its sunken more larger universe-destroying monstrosity. But it's all in the name of that sweet, sweet loot, baby. Along the way, your former two-faced employer, Handsome Jack, impedes your every move while simultaneously hurling insult after insult at you while you try to battle through gangs of armed killbots, insane bandits, and deadly wildlife. There is an immense colorful cast of friendly characters to support you, including the southern slack-jawed mechanic, Scooter, the adorable demolitions-obsessed preteen, Tiny Tina, and the brash, buxom bartenders herself, Mad Moxie. And, of course, there's Claptrap, the Jar Jar Binks of robots. This game features three tiers per class to level up through, as well as a buffet of wildly different weapons and, of course, hilarious missions and dialogue that include a safari hunter requesting that you dispatch a frustrating gang of creatures that he has dubbed Boner Farts. This is peak writing, people. All right, listen up, gamers. Things are going to be a little bit different than our usual head-to-head showdowns. While we still have the same categories of art, game design, and fun factor, now each game is going to have a champion. Jake will be representing Mass Effect 2, and Cowboy will be speaking on behalf of Borderlands 2. The title these games are competing for today is Best Sequel, and we're going to be focusing on which game most improved upon its predecessor. Each champion will have up to a minute of opening arguments before the gloves are off and five minutes of open debate comes in. At the end, I, JB, will be the judge to determine which champion had the most convincing argument and award one point per category. If one game takes all three categories, it is considered a knockout, and that game is declared the winner. However, if the rounds are split, 
the underdog gets a final 30 seconds to plead its case. The judge, me, will then take the arguments as a whole and declare a final victor. Now, as long as you both follow the rules, your points will be added to the record. Our rules for today's battle are, number one, all arguments must fit the theme and show why your game is the better sequel. Easy. And two, no ad hominem attacks. You cannot make things personal and attack opposing counsel unless it abides by the office code of combat. Hard, hard, hard. I'll do my best. Now, if you break any of these rules, that argument will be stricken from the record and you will be made fun of. <laughs> Does everybody understand the rules as laid out before them? Uh, I, what, what do you say in a fight? I don't, I don't, I, I, I do. do. No, that's like getting married. I, yeah. I, uh, yes. I will not talk about Fight Club. All right. And to start us off, to figure out who gets to argue first, we're going to do a coin flip. Go ahead and call it in the air, Jake. Heads. And it is heads. Up first is the art category. Jake, since you won the coin flip, you get to start us off. You have one minute on the clock and your time starts now. There is no competition when it comes to the improvements made in the art department for Mass Effect 2. The environments feature massive improvements to the overall resolution and detail compared to Mass Effect 1. And for every bland, boxy Novaria, there's a gorgeous, detailed, and lively Omega. Contained within these richer environments are an army of interesting NPCs. For every forgettable CSEC guard in Mass Effect 1, there's a fleshed-out NPC like the Patriarch in 2. And when it comes to story... Forget about it. Mass Effect 2 ups the ante tenfold by creating a more focused and deep storyline that features a better story, better bad guys, and 12, count them, 12 companions that feature fully fleshed out recruitment missions, loyalty missions, and romances of all kinds, which one sorely lacks. Mass Effect 2's narrative and vibrant environments remain to this day Bioware's swan song, especially compared to Mass Effect 1. And that's why it's no competition in the art category that Mass Effect 2 is going to win. Nice. You had five seconds remaining on the clock. I love to see the punctuality. Cowboy, let's see if you can do better. Your one minute starts now. All right. Borderlands when it comes to arts. And I'm talking original Borderlands. You all might remember or not. A lot of gray. Like maybe even 50 shades of gray. <laughs> but that was the thing. It was supposed to be post-apocalyptic. It was supposed to be drab. And this is where the sequel comes in. The sequel came in and added all the color, all the liveliness, and still kept a lot of the drab and depressing background, which reinforces that whole depressing post-apocalyptic kind of setting. So you get the best of both worlds in the second one. The first one was really just depressing and lifeless and not, doesn't have anything in it. And the best thing about it is the color focuses on all the cartoonish elements, the guns, the characters, and don't even get me started on the story. Tons more voice acting, better jokes, hilarious visuals, character designs out the wazoo. The art was insanely approved. I mean, I don't think they call it Borderlands 2 because it's the second one. I think they call it 2 because it's twice as good. And, and I you ended at exactly case. one minute. They, oh, you went over time. I'm going to have to dodge <laughs> it for that one. All right. Well, I've heard both of your opening statements. I'm not convinced either way. This is going to be a good battle. We have five minutes of open discussion back and forth. And your time begins now. I'd like to start opening arguments. One, saying that the intros were overly biased, I think. Just... Make it for the record that the intros were biased, and I don't think uh, Cowboy's coming from a very, uh, 
uh, uh, unbiased uh, presentation for any of this, well, just for the record. But anyway, I think that Mass Effect 2 is going to win in the art category because of the improvements with everything I just stated. The visuals received a massive overhaul. The writing was better, more focused, linear, beautiful. It is really Mass Effect. It is really Bioware's swan song. I don't think Borderlands improved enough in any of those categories. Sure, the, the, the environments in Borderlands 2 were better, kind of, but they didn't improve as much as Mass Effect 2 did over 1. It was still the same art. Uh, it was still just more of the same cell shading and shit like that once you got into the environments. The bad guys were different, but it, it just it, it felt like still... Just Borderlands to oh, me. Oh, really? With Mass Effect 2, where everything is just a bunch of orange screens floating and like vaguely blue and metal backgrounds. And then what, what, what was the story? Huge improvement on the story where what? Everybody just talked about politics and logistics and, you know, oh, inventory on this planet has changed over to this one. Nothing changed on Mass Effect that matters. Artistically, it was still the same game. And you're talking about what tiny little improvements to the to the resolution is what no. they did. Background stuff that doesn't matter. You got five FPS uh, I, when Borderlands five improved. FPS, that isn't even that. That has nothing to do with art. No, I'm talking about insanely detailed skyboxes, alive environments. Oh, Novaria was a bland, boring, snowy shitbox with square corridors. Omega, on the other hand, is alive you see dancers up on the screens you see travel you see see cars in the background you see a skybox that's in, insane there's music it's pumping the entire environment is alive with chattering and news articles and mad profits and shit like that the environments in mass effect 2 were a massive improvement borderlands 2 was just hey instead of uh, all desert yeah this one's snowy yeah this one's like on fire like it it, it was just more the same to me man Art artistic is not improving the pores on the admiral's face. What an HD change that makes this game so much more artistic. That's not I'm what talking I said, about though. a game. That's what I said. <laughs> and I'm talking about a game, Borderlands, where they spent months animating these crazy, crazy cartoonish characters, these bandits. These, I mean, you have Mr. Torg. He's insane. All of the characters in this look cool. That is what art is about. You know, art is just you, about crazy characters. Art is just about crazy characters. I, I, art I isn't art isn't about bringing growth. an environment to life. Art isn't about expanding on the storyline to take it away from generic space opera into a tight focused story with Shepard and his companions working for the bad guy. Every single companion that you talk about is alive they're three-dimensional they have their own unique voice lines they have entire huge uh loyalty missions and recruitment missions that mass effect one never even had uh, the only the only recruitment mission okay here's a perfect example recruiting rex hey uh you gonna kill that bad guy i want to too okay uh compared to let's see let's recruit morden solace you're going into a plague-stricken omega where you have to uh battle through waves of bad guys during a plague you meet morden solace he 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 tasks you with this mission of hey you need to stop the plague being spread right now before i go anywhere and i have a clinic to take care of and need... you got to do all this shit like every single character had so much going for them and i mean yeah i'll i'll give it to you that borderlands 2 
expanded from person standing in a room to person with a mission and then they stand in a room. I'll give you that. Man, it, it feels like Mass Effect right now because of the endless monologues. Where's my dialogue skip button? I'm talking, we're, maybe if this was a novel, maybe if you're reading a novel, but we're talking games. And where do you need art and games? You need objection. crazy That's guns. Objection, that has nothing to do with an unbiased improvement upon the other. That's just your opinion about the games you like. Oh, interesting. Calvin, what do you have to say about that? I want to hear your side. Well, I don't know. I'm kind of passionate. You know, this game is a passionate game, so maybe I got a little out of line. Maybe I like to be, you know, I, I, I don't want to be boring. So, but yeah. Uh, points retracted but very well and time is up (laughs) okay all right cowboy because jake got to do his uh mass effect monologue as you called it i'm gonna give you a final thought um what (laughs) (laughs) or not all right (laughs) i was gonna give you one final chance to convince me since jake had his monologue and then called Uh, bs on your okay okay. your shenanigans no i I, I just didn't know what you meant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. One final thought. Go for it. All right. Let me say right now, the art department in this had to flex their artistic muscles so much more because they had to create tons of crazy guns. Sure. The people who did Mass Effect did more, uh, you know, realistic textures and, and more of the same. But I'm talking these guys had to just pump out crazy guns that shot fire and lightning bolts and characters that heads exploded and they kept battling they really took it up a notch compared to mass effect is like we just need more of the same stuff so that's that's my thing i think when it comes to art the craziness they developed over it is more important to video games all right thank you both for your arguments uh this is Somewhat difficult. Uh, Thinking back on the arguments you made, I mean, Jake came out swinging, talking about all of the different, you know, the dancers, the the pamphlets you can look at, the the ads on the wall, like all of the kind of stuff that that makes this world feel alive. And cowboy, I feel like you argued points Jake wasn't making for for quite a while, but then you really got into it, and I think that last statement you made really brings it home about the art in Borderlands with uh, just the fact that there's so much chaos going on particle effects physics exploding heads like that's where the art really comes to shine you talked about the crazy characters and i really appreciated that i'm going to have to say based on the merits of the argument jake gets a point for the art trophy that's fair thank you thank you very much and our next category is going to be game design since jake went first last time cowboy this minute is yours all right so Everybody needs to realize you all probably played the Legendary Edition of Borderlands, the Game of the Year, the remaster. But let me tell you, Borderlands 1 was held together with goddamn duct tape. It had terrible menu uh, layouts. It had UI that was just plain and boring. There was no minimap. Everyone thinks they remember it, but the first Borderlands had no minimap. It had this useless-ass cust- uh, compass at the bottom that was worse than Skyrim. But then Borderlands 2 comes in, fixes all that, makes it beautiful, makes the UI transparent and the menu transparent. It's got crazy lo- layouts, and it's got bad-ass points. Bad-ass points. I mean, what's to say a game has become badass more than adding badass points, points to make your character badass? And it's not to mention the tons of loot boxes, uh, uh, shady DLC, and all the purchasable content. And I think uh, 
JB, you'd be remiss to say that that is not an extreme plus. All the microtransactions and the monetized stuff. I dare you to say that while the boss is listening. That that and is not time massive. is up. Plus. Thank you very much for your arguments, cowboy. They were pretty badass. Now, Jake, <laughs> your one minute begins. Whenever you start talking. Mass Effect 2 features massive improvements over 1 in game design. It features higher resolutions and more stable frame rates, which Mass Effect 1 failed at. Mass Effect 2 also strips away its awkward leveling system and replaces it with a smaller system that makes sense and allows the player to see immediate results with every level. Also gone is the clunky, confusing inventory management and in its place is a streamlined system that champions every item in your inventory by giving every gun you have and every piece of armor you collect real purpose. Plus, all those guns and armor uh, for you and your squad, just, they're cool. They look cool. Anyway, also, squad controls get a massive quality of life boost so your commands actually do what you want when you want them to. Finally, the combat. Mass Effect 1's combat and movement systems were appalling. And the fast, focused, and brutal cover shooter combat featured in Mass Effect 2 may be its crowning achievement over one in-game design. Well done. And now, both of you get five minutes on the clock for a wild and crazy debate. Your five minutes starts now. All right, let me start off by saying something very important as far as the game design works. The first Borderlands, they were making a basic uncell shaded shooter that was maybe going to be a little more like Call of Duty. And by the end of it, they found their tone. They kind of stumbled upon it and made it what it is today. But two... Borderlands 2 is the real Borderlands. Once they figured out they had struck gold, they added everything that is memorable, that everyone remembers. And so that is, it's the core of what Borderlands is. I don't know if Mass Effect can say that 2 is where they really hit it. I think 1 was where they really found Mass Effect. 1 is where they found Mass Effect, the weird janky floating shooting with no reloading and the and the awkward RPG mechanics that they try to implement in shooters and the controls for your squad mates that made no sense. That's where they found it. No, Mass Effect 2 improved on all of that. The combat system, again, crowning achievement. It's tight. It's brutal. You play on higher uh, difficulties. No, not to brag. I play on Insanity. But um, if you play it on hard difficulties, it's absolutely brutal and so fun to play. And the guns hit harder and the power is make more sense gameplay in mass effect 2 is incredibly better than one well let me tell you it's not always about what's added either i want to say that borderlands 2 they kept all the best stuff let's talk about the characters they kept mad moxie they kept claptrap they kept lilith and then you're talking about some of the things that they added they added some of the best characters tiny tina so they made all the right choices and what to keep and what to add. I don't know if Mass Effect did that. I don't know. I kind of argue that character design or characters and stuff like that would be more art than game design itself. But if you want to go into characters, they expanded on every single uh, original character, fleshing them out, improving their story. Most of them came back as squad mates, if you want to go there. Uh, but anyway, another point I want to make is the leveling system in Mass Effect 1 made no sense. It was so humongous, and you added such an arbitrary amount of points to other things. You didn't feel results with every level up. You do in two, one point in any skill, and immediately it performs 20% or better. And it's smaller, so your choices matter. They tightened up Mass Effect 2 into an action RPG that was uh, celebrated by RPG lovers worldwide, man. It all happened in 2. All the game design changes happened in 2. 
Yes, but they made the mistake of keeping the same chat wheel with the same dry dialogue where half the time what you put in the wheel isn't what the guy even says. It's the same Commander Shepard. They literally reanimate his corpse to make him walk around like a puppet because they just can't give up the same stuff from the first one. I don't think they improved. I don't think I think they kept a lot of the same too much. If you want to talk about expanding uh, dialogue, yeah, the dialogue wheel actually made more sense and was more along the lines of your karmic standing. Uh, also, they made it more interesting with more uh, Paragon and Renegade uh, prompts, and they also made dialogue more fun and manageable and interactive with interrupts. You had Paragon and, inter and Renegade interrupts that could dynamically change the tone of a conversation, man. They, they improved on that greatly over one. Yeah, Shepard's still dry, though. I'm going to say that... Does that point... have anything to do with game design, though? I, I'm, just, I'm just talking trash because I want to bring up the trash uh, added feature in Borderlands where you can click a button and add all the weapons you hate into a trash system. And anybody knows and has played both, that's invaluable. That is worth winning the design trophy alone. I think the biggest design uh, change from two over one, as far as a game design standpoint, would be that its user face is a little more friendly. I'll give you that. But other than that, I don't think there's a whole lot different in as far as game design goes. Borderlands 1 and Borderlands 2 is very samey to me, while Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2 are drastically different. And everything Mass Effect 2 changed as far as game design elements was better. You're and there blinded was no by the fact that. You're blinded by the fact that they made that driving vehicle just a little better. That that's it's swaying your whole argument. Whereas the Mako, Borderlands, no, the Mako. Okay, the... that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful thing about game design. They removed a lot of that stuff. Uh, the there is no that's required Mako in Mass Effect Two. There's some side DLC with the hammerhead that flies around, which was more fun. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was more fun. It was also completely optional. No more, nah. no more long elevator rides. No more weird Mako missions over barren planets. Sure, they also removed that. Pe Instead, like they the implemented they a bunch of it. really fun side missions. Yeah, I agree. And that is time, gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Late thinking about the merit of the arguments, uh, Cowboy did a great job of explaining the the uh, quality of life updates that Borderlands Two mm -hmm. brought to the table, and I was nodding along with you the entire time with those those did make a huge difference in how the game felt to play and i think that was awesome jake came out swinging though saying hey your game came up with quality of life updates mine came out with brand new uh ways to actually interface with the game new ways to do dialogue uh better systems for handling weapons and uh, combat and and ev pretty much everything and i think that nudged him ahead and unfortunately Cowboy, I don't think you were able to uh, rebuke those points very well. Uh, while you did have some great points on your own, I think your defense or your offense was severely lacking in this one. So unfortunately for you, I'm going to have to give the next point to Jake. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. I got you on the next one. Here's where it all comes down. The fun factor category. Once again, one minute on the clock and let's switch it around. Jake. 
Mass Effect 2 combines its massive improvements in art and game design to create one of the best RPG experiences of the last decade. The combat is more challenging and complex over one. No more endless traveling over barren landscapes in infuriating space tanks. No more long elevator rides. Mass Effect even managed to make di Mass Effect 2 even managed to make dialogue more fun. Did you hear that? Fun fucking dialogue. With the implementation of hair-triggered karmic paragon and renegade interrupts, you can dramatically change countless scenes throughout the game with a fast prompt as well as a well-timed trigger. Mass Effect 1 may have made the galaxy an interesting place to explore, but Mass Effect 2 made it fun to be in. It is the complete package for every RPG lover, and that's hard to say about one. All right, very well. And Cowboy, your one minute begins whenever. This one is a TKO, and it's so simple. You can't even compare the fun in these two franchises. So even if Mass Effect from 1 to 2 got 80% more fun than the original. Border And Borderlands only got 10% more fun from the original. You're still comparing tens to thousands. Gearbox figured out exactly what they needed for 2, and they went balls to the walls. They went raunchy. They went explosive. A good time with your friends, which, I don't know, does, does the second Mass Effect do that? I don't think it does. I think you play alone. That's not very fun. And then... <laughs> And they all, they put all their effort into that. And I don't think Mass Effect can even compare. And that's it. Coming out swinging, <laughs> taking those notes about the offense. All right, let's start our five minute gloves are off battle. And your time begins now. I'm going to launch right in because this is, this is my topic. I'm just going to say Borderlands 2 added Tiny Tina, Mr. Torque, and Handsome Jack. Mass Effect has the volus. I rest my case. Okay, well, I'll just jump into this then. As far as fun factor goes, uh, in order to have fun with this game, you don't have to be any specific type of player. You don't have to appreciate any type of game. I'll prove my point right now. Every single person that I've talked about Mass Effect 2 to is like, holy shit, this game is great. Present company excluded. I'm talking about randos out in the wild. Whenever I get into a heated game discussion, everybody applauds Mass Effect 2. The, the, uh, the, the, the gameplay... Uh, is massively improved and people who like cover shooters that is people who like games like gears uh, gears of war things like that which was you know huge back when this was released the third person cover shooter they made it fun not a lot of rpgs have fun mechanics the witcher 3 amazing sprawling story whatever the gameplay fucking sucks skyrim amazing huge landscape whoopie-doo the combat sucks mass effect 2 is an rpg a complex beautiful rpg with really cool combat uh, the powers are cool. The guns are cool. I think that makes this fun. It's a fun RPG. Not a lot of RPGs are fun. This is a fun fucking RPG to play. Yeah, I'm sorry to say I, one of the biggest points is that it wasn't two that added multiplayer and put on that fun horde mode, which is what they should have took from Gears of War. It was three. And so you're just a little too early on taking that fun factor. I'm, I'm sorry to say. So it's... the only way to make a game fun is to have multiplayer in it. Is that your, is that way, your but... argument? The only fun games in existence are multiplayer games? Nope. It's just a way to add fun. And Borderlands added fun over that. And also, you're, you're saying people all over, they're like, oh, man, what, what a game. What a game. You know, it was such a... I mean, I go to the dictionary and read that, and I think it's a very quality thing. I think reading the dictionary to learn definitions is a very quality thing. But does that make it fun? Questionable. Questionable. It has a dictionary. Codex. 
I would say fun is the most subjective um, part of this entire argument. And Mass Effect 2 added a lot of fun elements over one. To get it back to the theme instead of just trash-talking RPGs in general, <laughs> let's have an argument about fun factor in the theme of better sequel, right? So uh, the combat in Mass Effect 2 was a massive improvement over one. It's more fun. Uh, the dialogue wheels are more fun. Exploring these beautiful, more intricate landscapes are more fun. The powers hit harder. That's more fun. Exploring with your comrades that you bond with is more fun. Mass Effect 2 is massively more fun over one. By nominal amounts. I mean, you're talking half the game is dialogue, and you can't overlook that. Because when you talk about, oh, no, no, it's it's a massive improvement because of the combat. What portion of that is combat? I mean, there's segments of this where you launch a Every probe mission. at a planet. Every mission. Ha they added launching probes at a planet. That's, I mean, you might as well just go do science in a lab. How is that adding fun to the game? I, compared to Borderlands, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you never played Borderlands 2, you might think that. But we all have, and we all know, deep down. I still don't. I still don't really see where the argument is. How did um, we're talking about most improved sequel over one? How did Borderlands Two become more fun than one? I don't think. I think it's the same game. I'm talking about how Mass Effect nope. One became more fun over two, which is the entire argument of all this. And I think you're losing that in the weeds, you can, man. Mass you, Effect you, One is a more fun game than two. The combat no. is more fun. The dialogue is more fun. The characters are more fleshed out. The environments are better. Everything about Mass Effect Two is more fun over one. And I'm gonna rest my case on that, man. You can that's watch the, the argument here. You can watch the commercials for Borderlands 2 coming out. What are they going to say? They're going to say billions more guns, thousands more enemies. And they're going to they're gonna have Butt Stallion come out and do a little dance and fart a rainbow. And if you're telling me that is an improvement of fun being added to the game, I, I, I don't know how you're going to tell me additions to the Codex are a, a massive fun boost, enough to win this this round of fun. I thought Mass Effect, I, I'm sorry, I thought Borderlands 1 was pretty damn fun and it already had zany characters and, and really cool guns and all sorts of crazy combinations. I don't think they the got improvements, even I don't think the improvements from, Mass, from Borderlands 1 to Borderlands 2 compares to the improvements in fun over Mass Effect 1 over 2, which is again the argument. We're not arguing, we're not arguing game versus game. We're arguing the improvements and Mass Effect 2 is a more fun game on every single front. And I'm also saying Webster's version 5 dictionary versus version 6 is not enough. Sure, compared to each other, yes, but compared to Borderlands, the amount are completely Objection, I different. think uh, Cowboy's just now just shitting on the game instead of arguing the theme of tonight's battle. <laughs> I'm making good points. Very well, very well. I will sustain that, but time is out. Time is up, time is over. There is no more time. Man, that was that was a good one. I enjoyed every moment <laughs> yeah, of that. You get to sit um, on the sidelines, and I that was great. I got to flip flop my own thought process <laughs> multiple Somebody times. Terry. There were times where I was rooting for Jake. There was times where I was rooting for Cowboy. Uh, your arguments were very well made. I feel like uh, for the first time this entire uh, battle, Cowboy had oh, Jake yeah. on the back foot for for quite a while, actually. Um, up at the end, Jake, you were able to get your footing again and, and come back swinging, and you made some great points, but this is going to be a difficult one. Um, the arguments that most the arguments that most resonated with me is, Cowboy, uh, your attack on Jake's points about, um, you know, the additional, you know, dialogue and enemies and blah, blah, blah. And you said, yeah, but the dictionary, though, like, yeah, they can add more words to the dictionary. That doesn't make it fun. Uh, I thought that was a very well-made 
argument. Uh, Jake, on the other hand, I mean, you stood on your own, uh, and your your point about hey, Borderlands two, uh, Borderlands one was really really fun. Uh, Borderlands two was fun too, and maybe that difference just wasn't as high as the difference between one and two. Uh, personally, well, it doesn't matter what I think personally. It matters what the arguments are, and I. I'm going to give the point for fun factor to Cowboy. Yes. Well done. <laughs> you're you're going to say that you're going to say that the improvements in fun over Mass Effect 1 to 2 was not as much as Borderlands 1 to 2. Are you sure you're not just comparing the different games or are you uh, comparing objectively? He's, he's arguing how with fun the judge. 1 is to 2. I am going to argue with the judge. Bailiff. I, I <laughs> tackle him. No, I am I am basing this solely on the arguments as they were represented, as they were presented to me. So it's not necessarily what I believe. It is how how the arguments went. Interesting. And I think Cowboy more successfully argued against yours. And he did uh, fine at arguing for his points. Let me have the one round, Jake. It's Very fun interesting. Factor. Very interesting. <laughs> Give me the one round, Very Jake. interesting. Very interesting. All right. Well, that leads us to a 2-1 split. Jake with two points, Cowboy with one. And what that means is, Cowboy, you have a full 30 seconds to make your case. And if you cannot convince me beyond a shadow of a doubt that Borderlands 2 is a better sequel when compared to the first one, keep that in mind, then Jake will win. Let, let, me, let me go ahead and just, because uh, you've heard enough from me. Let's hear from the people. Like like you guys, the listeners out there. Uh, here's an excerpt from when Borderlands 2 came out and the question was posed, is this better? And uh, this is from deleted user eight years ago. Borderlands 2 is better in almost every way except for one thing. And then another quote uh, that's an excerpt, so that's not the full quote, but another quote by Jack38 eight years ago, Borderlands 2 by far. I went back to Borderlands 1 and played through the General Knox DLC that hadn't done yet, but after playing through, I concluded that I think Borderlands 2 is superior in pretty much every gameplay-related aspect except, and then that's just an excerpt. And your time is up. Um, I think those were good arguments. I would say one negative against it. One negative against it is uh, they listeners. said accept. What is the accept? Uh, Both of those ones. We don't. Said, we, we couldn't pay for the the entire quote, so mm, we. It probably said mm. ex, it, it could have said anything. It could have been more compliments. We don't know. Okay, but mm. those are from the people, aka our listeners, the people who pay our bills. Just mm. putting it out there. Possibly these people pay our bills. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Do I get to Let say anything? About that? Nope. nope. You're not losing. <laughs> Let's see. Did that convince me beyond a shadow of a doubt that Borderlands 2 was more better than Borderlands 1 than Mass Effect 2 was to Mass Effect 1? You were struggling with a time constraint, and I understand that, and I need to take that into account. And with that taken into account, I will say, for the final determination, that the winner is... Mass Effect 2!
rigged. Nah, you fucking know Appeals it, baby. Process. You fucking know it. Hey, I wasn't going to throw this out there, but you revealed that you watched Let's Plays instead of playing the originals anyway, so I had this in the bag. I just wanted to throw that out there. I had to say it. You revealed it. I'm sorry. I'm petty. I win. Yay! <laughs> I'm being oppressed. <laughs> Cowboy, I think I think you I understand. Need social justice warriors. I think Cowboy, your strength is in the fun factor there. Like you know what fun is to me, and I feel like Jake's idea of fun is just a little bit different than mine, uh, which put him at a disadvantage in that category. And that was that was your category to lose, and I'm glad you were able to hold on to it. But I do agree with it's Jake that, that he was a little bit more prepared for this battle, and I think next time we have this. Uh, we really know what to expect going into it, and it's going to be a bloodbath. Hey, I, I was true to Borderlands. I, I, I didn't read a lot. I just played and I made assumptions, and that's yep. what Borderlands about. I stayed you true to the, the heart mission of it. without reading anything it said, exactly as even I do. Because who the I fuck cares about what the missions say in Borderlands? I, I shot it. it in the face. <laughs> I I was like, skip, skip, skip. Let's go. Well, hey and man, I, hey, can we shake hands? Can we shake hands? Hey, yeah, hey, good okay. fight. Yeah, good fight. Sh shake hands. Also, uh, I just wanted to say because this has been bugging me the entire time. Uh, the the Paragon Quick Time event to cut in through communication like to to break the flow of the conversation in mass effect 2 that's not fun that that's Quick, neat at best Quick it's time more fun than fun. just watching dialogue it's it interactive is. i'm sorry it is which more is, interactive that is that was the entire the argument what is more yeah. i don't care if it's a fraction more it's more fun yeah. than just it watching was it. more that's well, the argument baby you you tried I'm just to trash on another level. I'm playing on another level. <laughs> you you You're tried to on trash insanity. <laughs> you tried I'm to trash on insanity my baby you tried to trash my point that Borderlands improvements on fun are at a higher pay grade. So they're percentage improvements. I mean, and I believe that that that's it may not beat you in the other two categories, which is probably why I lost. But I had fun in the bag. Borderlands. Yeah. Fun oh, no, absolutely. Borderlands. Bad. Borderlands was a game designed to be fun, not a game designed to actually be appreciated uh, in, right. in any artistic sense. It's a game to be fun. Any game, any yep. game that has a million different guns and says shit like boner fart, like and yeah. butt stallion, that game was never going oh, to win the art category. It just Fun wasn't. <laughs> you snake in the grass. You pretending like my arguments were invalid. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Battling you again. That's what you got to do as a as an arguer, as a lawyer. Yeah, of course Even you had. You of course you had good arguments. Argument. This is a debate, and I came here to win, baby. I don't. I didn't yep. come here. I didn't come here to fucking cuddle on the hey, couch. So I came. I came here for the Franks, and I think I won right, the hearts. Right. Hey, that interns. That was a really awesome first battle, I think. But it was great. <laughs> that was. And with that, interns, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of season two and a very beautiful revamped. Welcome to Game Corp. I almost said the old title shit. <laughs> yeah, welcome. To Game Corp. Uh, special thanks to Metroid Mike for the use of our theme song, I Can't Break, off of the album Heart of the Juggernaut. He asked us to actually point out his new project, Balefire More. They have a few singles dropping. Hopefully, we'll get that new album soon. It's uh, chiptunes and metal and really awesome. Also, if you haven't noticed, we have new artwork. A big thanks to Inky Danny. That's I-N-K-Y-D-A-N-I. Uh, look her up on Twitter and Instagram. She created the artwork uh, for yeah, the new it's show. So good. And it kicks ass, mm -hmm. right? Like you can, so you'll see it uh, wherever you listen to uh, podcasts everywhere, our beautiful cover art. You'll also see it when we stream on Twitch. Uh, she made a mm -hmm. lot of really cool stuff for us. So thank you so much for that. And go, go follow her uh, wherever she is found. 
And with the start of season two, we're going to need a whole new batch of listener questions. So if you could send us an email, questions at welcometogamecorp.com, send anything you got there. We'll go ahead and read those out. Also, as I alluded to earlier, we also do have the links in the episode descriptions where you can leave voice messages or answer our polls. Also, check us out on social media. We have Twitter and Instagram, and that's it. Pretty much (laughs) anywhere where you're allowed to send us words. You can get us whatever you need. Yeah, it's, uh, pass, uh, messenger pigeons. Just send it however. <laughs> Basically, every single way you can think of, you can get a message to us. And right. we should be putting up the poll on Twitter as well. So you can check Spotify if you're yes. on it. But also Twitter will generally have our question of the week or audience head to head, whatever we got going on. Right. We want to make it easy on you. We'll, yes. we'll go ahead and collate all the results and we'll get them put together. And you can just answer the way you like to answer. Let us do the work. And so I want to thank you all for listening, Uh, seeing all the listens come in, the reviews, the feedback everywhere. It really helps us just get through this crazy place every week and motivates us not to quit or get fired, which because you guys listen, we don't get fired. So we appreciate that so much more than, you know, thank you for letting us keep our jobs. Uh, If you want to connect with us more. Uh, you know, because listening to our voices isn't really that much of a connection. If you want to actually connect with us, uh, you can be a part of our awesome community because we are starting to grow uh, participation through Discord. We're going to be launching our Discord, making it a full channel, and we are on Twitch a lot more. So you can jump in, talk to us while we play maybe these games, maybe whatever we feel like, and we really want to host events and competitions and all sorts of things on there. So make sure you jump over to Twitch and follow us so you can get notified when we do all this crazy cool stuff. You can also look for all our links on social media if you're into instagram twitter i think we're on reddit we're on like everything at least we will be now because i said it and it's got to happen oh God. Uh, okay and check it's out usually the corp- either that's usually either a welcome to game corp or uh mm-hmm. twitter is at game corp pod right yep yeah scroll down and i got the i got the links in the description if you can find twitter you can find every other link i make sure everything's linked to everything you should always be able to find us everywhere uh, and you can visit the corporate website and check it out. Uh, they got us a little piece on the menu. I guess they gave us a little spot. Uh, welcome to GameCorp.com. So go check that out. Somebody oh, please spent check a lot out of time website. making that, you know, so I don't know who, probably HR, but they spent a lot of work on it. So go check out <laughs> Welcome to Game Corp. And I need you guys to do one last thing. This is asking a lot, but I do need you guys to get the fuck out of here. Good night, Good night everybody. everybody. Good Good morning. Don't forget to stay for the post-credit sequence. You do it for And we're out. (laughs) Oh, that was... Yeah, I'm not... (laughs) I got rusty, dude. I don't know... (laughs) I lost. That sucks. It feels so good to be back, though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, to dude. finally be back recording the podcast season two, connecting with our fans. Like, it's been a lot of fun. I'm going to miss vacation, but yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, true. Listen up, numbskulls. I was listening to the battle the entire time, and I got to say, it's more bloodthirsty, more violent, more brutal than I ever expected. Also, I love it when you treat each other like shit. It is pretty funny, I got to tell you. One friend bashes Fred. There is no better way to spend the time. Anyway, good job. So just take that uh, game soul there. Yep, that one right there. Uh Uh-huh. And just uh, go ahead and shove it in the tube. Go ahead.
Just put it in a tube there, and uh, we'll send oh. it up to the furnace, keep the portal going. You guys know the drill. <laughs> oh. we're, we're still doing that? Oh, absolutely. Anyway, oh. I got something big planned for season two. I hope you guys have a carry-on, because you guys are going out in the field. Better be prepared, losers. What is he the in field? the field? What? How do you play video games outside? Maybe a generator? Dudes, okay, I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Uh, after we learned uh, everything that we learned in, in Season 2, how can you guys be totally cool with still doing these battles? We're just going to shove this game, so we're going to destroy an entire game. You guys like Borderlands 2. I like Borderlands 2. You want to destroy Borderlands 2? You want to send it up to the furnace to power this fucking portal? After everything we've seen, what are we supposed to do, guys? Yeah, I, I mean, that's true, but, like, what are we going to do? We made the decision to to stay on the, the bad team so we keep our jobs and get right. to hang out with Terry and Luke. Yeah. And, and if we if we don't fuel the portal somehow, he's going to fire us. We, he's going to know. We have to do it. Well, I don't know. Can we just, like, put put something else in it? Can we, like, what, what, what can we do? Wait a minute. I got it. I have some G Fuel in my desk. What if we just, you know, do the old switcheroo? You mean, like, pour it in the canister and put it in the tube? Yeah, we can keep the game soul like hidden somewhere, keep it safe so that we can come back and play Borderlands later. But yeah. I mean, G Fuel can power me. Use gamer fuel yeah. to fuel the gamer's souls. That Ugh. It's so crazy. It's got to work. Or it's so crazy that it won't work at all. There's only you know one what? way to find out. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. Here, take the canister. Here, pour it in. Okay. Uh, uh, fuck away we go. Okay, now what do we do with the actual soul? What do we do with this game soul? Like, well, I just put it in the G Fuel can right here in my drawer. That's brilliant. Oh my god, that is actually nobody's brilliant. gonna look in there. The boss hates G Fuel. Okay, problem solved. What if you drink it? Well, oh, and hey, intern, you won't say anything, will you? <laughs>